0: Welcome to the Pastor's Study. Well,
1: America is in trouble with all of the social unrest, the rioting, the capital we're getting broken into. America is in trouble. And here's what concerns me the most. Back in the Middle Ages, when a plague would hit, the Christians would repent, they'd fast, they'd cry out to God for mercy. What are we doing in America when our plague, COVID, has hit? We vote in a lot more pro-abortion candidates now. We've got, I don't know if you've noticed in the last year, so many commercials and TV shows have either a transgender uh, person or a homosexual couple. You've got, um, in, uh, this program is coming from Minneapolis. During the COVID, our Minneapolis Park Board voted unanimously to allow toplessness now in our city parks for little kids to, to see. America's in trouble. And I don't see signs of repentance. Right recently, two minutes from my house, Planned Parenthood opened up another abortion clinic. I feel like I'm driving past Auschwitz every day. So we, we need to ask a few questions today. The new COVID vaccine now is here. Should you take it? Was it built on the backs of unborn babies and experimentation? Uh, And we've got a lot of questions about abortion and how it's spreading now uh, throughout America. So I want to introduce to you Brian Gibson of Pro-Life Action Ministries. Hi, Brian. Glad to meet you. We'll shake hands and hopefully not (laughs) infect each other. Brian, first of all, you do a wonderful work. It's called Pro-Life Action Ministries. The people praying in front of abortion clinics are organized in Minneapolis by Brian. And just thank you for all the work you've done. You've been doing this for how many years?
2: 35 or so.
1: Wow, or 40 thank you. Because I like now and then I'll go in front of the abortion clinic and pray and hand out literature but it's hard on me. So thank you for what mm-hmm. you're doing and you've got volunteers that are doing that. We've
2: got hundreds of volunteers that okay. get out and do it because we cover all the abortion facilities in the state of Minnesota as well as in Central Florida where we have a branch office. Okay, so, good. So we cover quite a few. and uh, And at the work.
1: end of the program if somebody wants to pray in front of a clinic Can they call you? Absolutely. Okay, we'll do that at the end. But now the question of the hour is, now that the COVID vaccine is here, I don't want to take it if unborn babies were experimented on or killed in order to get us that thing. So what's the answer to that?
2: Well, it's a little complex and yet simple at the same time, from my viewpoint. So so currently we have two vaccines that have been approved to be used in the United States, Pfizer and Moderna. Okay, and uh, the, the Pfizer one, by everybody that, that I go to as far as checking out how this, the, these were created, they were created without using aborted cell lines, the cell lines from aborted babies. Okay, good. So they were created that w- without that. The Moderna one, there's a little controversy between a couple different organizations. Uh, one is saying it was aborted cell lines were used in creating it. Others are saying there were not. OK, so we're not sure about the Moderna 100 percent, kind of kind of work our way through that. But with both of them, what is clear is that they both had experimented or tested. They tested the uh, uh, their vaccinations at least one time on aborted cell lines uh. um, so that, again, now we've got this infusion of abortion into this into okay. that process. again. Okay. human beings that have been All killed right. for the purpose of
1: testing see uh, what i was told and you correct me please i i was told that in the creation of these vaccines aborted babies were not used but in the testing they that's, they were that's it
2: that's it that's where we're at so moderna is not sure it could there may be aborted cells used in the creation okay pfizer definitely is not did not all right okay uh, so that's that's where, that's where it's Th- that's that's the concern right there. So now the, the next step is what about the rest of vaccines that are being created? Because we had another six or seven vaccines okay. that are coming along the lines are okay. being created, and I believe that we're talking about two, maybe three, where there are n- where, where aborted cell lines are not used at all. And is one of them Out of called Novavax? No- Novavax is one. Seems to be very clean, very good. Okay. One of the one of the best.
1: Then I want to wait for so, that
2: yeah and I think you know there there's there again, whether taking a vaccine or not, you got to make your own decisions on that. sometimes it's required because of your profession. Okay. you know if you're working in the front lines, you're working in the healthcare industry, uh, you might be required to be taking a vaccine as soon as one becomes available yeah and so
1: you're a Catholic, I'm a Lutheran. what do you do
2: well Catholic moral teaching allows so I can't talk about Lutheran moral teaching. That's your job. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. But but from the Catholic moral teaching perspective, and this is where it gets complex in understanding, is is that this just if if all that was done was testing and not creating from from aborted babies, just testing and these cell lines that they test on are, are from decades ago. Yeah. You know, the baby that was aborted was aborted in the 60s or the 70s okay. and they keep using they keep replicating this cell line okay. for the purposes of all sorts of things like okay. this. Okay. Okay. You know, not just COVID-19, all sorts of vaccines get played with this way. Uh. So, uh, but but the COVID-19 is our concern right now and and so because it was so long ago and that there was no intention of this to be a part of 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 what somebody would be taking and because they didn't actually use an aborted baby to create the vaccine, then it can be morally acceptable for a Catholic to take the vaccine. Now, there's other conditions. One of them is you have to be vocal about objecting to this. You have to have no other alternatives. Uh, The good that is intended or should be the outcome from taking the vaccine outweighs the evil of not taking the vaccine. So there's conditions to this before it can be acceptable morally under those circumstances. Okay. So what would so you there's a do? Lot going
1: what on. would you do?
2: Me personally? Yeah. Just like you just said, if, if I were to take the vaccine, I would wait until one comes out that is absolutely All right. no, no chance of there being an issue.
1: And you've got, we're gonna put it up on the screen now. Here are some websites for you to find out what's, <clears throat> what's what. Go ahead. And
2: yeah, and I, th- I think these websites are, are, you know, don't just take my word for it. Here's the yeah. research. Here's there the information. Go. Okay. go to these websites, read through them. They all have their own pages on the COVID-19 vaccines. Okay. Uh, some of them list them all out and show the differences and the variances between yeah. them when it comes to the use of actual human beings, mm-hmm. either in the creation or the testing of these.
1: All right, thank you, Brian. That, that, I hope you all digest it. Let's just not ignore these huge issues and go get it because it makes you safe. Let's pray about this. Do what you think the Lord would have you do. Novavax is the one that's coming out that's safe. Now I don't know
2: how far in the process that is toward being approved in the United States, but it is a long, like I said, there's another six or seven out there that are in the process of being created um, and, and uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll all see right, happens.
1: now let's switch uh, gears to our political situation. We now have, uh, surprisingly, I didn't think this would happen, we now have a Democratic majority in the Senate. What does that mean for abortion now in the United States?
2: Well, what it means is, is that if all the Democrats in the U.S. Senate, because this is a tie, and the tiebreaker goes to the incoming vice president who is very pro-abortion. Very
1: pro In fact, let's just more say... More so
2: than Biden and more so than even most of the I senators. I mean, Kamala
1: Harris yeah. voted in favor of letting a baby that survives an abortion be put on a table to die somewhere. Am I not right on well, that? Well, she
2: voted against a bill that would have prevented that right. from happening. yes. So,
1: yes. Yeah. Um, All right. So what, yeah. what's going to... I mean, there used to be pro-life Democrats.
2: Are they around anymore? Um, not too many the The Democrat Party has been working hard from from our perspective of trying to eradicate the pro life issue from the Democrat Party entirely mm-hmm. when roe v Wade came down in one thousand nine hundred and seventy three there were a lot of pro life Democrats yeah, yeah in fact there weren 't a lot of pro life Republicans back then. Mm-hmm. The mix was a little different than it is now, but when the Reagan Revolution came in, as they yeah. called it. Uh, he, he embraced the pro life cause and, and invited the pro life people to come. At that time, the Democrats already had started the process of pushing pro lifers well, out of the party. And, and you so remember, here we are all these years later. Right, before,
1: right before Obama became president, the Democratic uh, party platform was changed. It used to say they wanted abortion to be safe, legal, and rare. They then intentionally nixed the words and rare you Mm -hmm. remember so now they want abortion to be safe and legal they don't care if it's rare
2: yeah but that was 12 years ago it's different now yeah they want abortions paid for by our tax dollars they want abortion to be made free through health care they want it normalized in other words they want abortion to be uh, available through all nine months of pregnancy with no interference of any type of regulations whatsoever even the all that are very good for the safety of the mother And, of course, as you talked about, when it comes to a baby that may be born alive during an abortion procedure, that baby is not to be treated as a human being, but is to be allowed or left to die.
1: Brian agrees me that in the state of Minnesota we pay for abortions with tax dollars. We do. But the Hyde Amendment for many years has prevented federal tax dollars, our federal tax dollars from paying for abortion. Has not Joe Biden says he wants to undo the Hyde Amendment? Yes,
2: yes, and and basically that's a party platform and virtually all the Democrat senators are in agreement with that concept as well as the overwhelming majority of Democrat uh, representatives in the House, they they are nice. looking forward to, to eliminating the high demand.
1: And, now, and does that mean some of us will go to jail because we can't pay our taxes? Uh, could be. I mean, I could be. This troubles me. Could and be. Joe Biden supposedly is a Catholic. Nancy Pelosi supposedly. I mean, is I think we got to pray that God will make new people of these people. That He will finally. Oh, just, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Th- they need to convert to Christ. Right. That's what they need to do.
1: And so, I mean, have. Has, I, there were some Catholic bishops withholding Holy Communion from pro-abortion uh, Democratic candidates. Any Has anybody withheld communion from Joe Biden? Do you know? There
2: are, there are several Catholic bishops around the United States that have made it clear that they would. Okay. Whether it's actually happened, I'm
1: not sure. How about for Nancy Pelosi? Do you yes, know?
2: as well. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. God bless that, Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You have uh, everybody I get the pro-life action newsletter uh, every month and uh, this, con- this, state, this, this TV show goes all over the country but we're from Minnesota so let me ask you this Brian any chance of the constitu it was our Supreme Court in the state the state Supreme Court of Minnesota is what mandated paying for abortions with Minnesota tax dollars yes any chance of undoing that how do you undo it
2: um, good question uh, I, I think the the best means of undoing it is some sort of constitutional amendment uh, because because the state Supreme Court has ruled somehow ruled that abortion is a fundamental right yeah said that it's it's inherent in our constitution good luck finding it in a state that had the strongest anti-abortion laws for more than 100 years there you go it found a right to abortion in the state constitution which is just absolutely crazy it's absurdity in law but you know this has happened in 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 at least a dozen other states around the country as well so it's not just something that's happened here in minnesota do
1: most states not pay with state tax dollars, abortion?
2: Again, this is, yeah, most states do not. Oh, they don't. Yeah, more than half do not.
1: Okay, so we're liberal. No, in but Minnesota. the
2: exact numbers I don't know. But, you know, we've got states like New York and California and uh, Colorado and, and so forth, where they have, Illinois, where they have actually passed legislation in recent years legalizing abortion through all nine months of pregnancy. Right. So yeah. So that if Roe v. Wade is overturned or when it's overturned, they still continue to do abortions, okay,
1: just as as always. So, what? How does the abortion pill work? Is like forty thirty percent of abortions now done by the abortion pill?
2: I think in Minnesota we're getting really close to forty percent of all abortions. Uh, with Planned Parenthood, it is forty percent of all abortions from the last numbers that we how, saw. How does it work? the The chemical abortion I, is. It, this is what was originally when it was being tested and brought forward to be. Become something in the United States was called RU forty six. That was just the name that was given by the French chemical company that was creating it, the pharmaceutical. But uh, there, it's a a minimum of a two pill regimen, and usually only two pills. The first pill, the first pill is designed. It's it's a, a hormone blocker. It's designed to to impede the hormones that allow the baby who's attached to the uterine wall from receiving nutrition. Okay. So it starves the baby to death. Okay. Uh, The second pill, which is taken almost always at home, uh, maybe a day or two after the first pill has been taken at the abortion facility, that's changing a little too. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. They're
1: doing it on the video now, aren't they?
2: Well, they're doing it over over webcam videos. But uh, the second pill is taken at home. And that now will induce the expulsion of the baby okay so the first pill can be reversed there's actually a a a whole national chain of organizations put together called the abortion pill reversal network okay and uh, amazing work they're doing where they've got doctors all over the united states that if that first pill has been taken not the second but if the first pill has been taken hormones can be put into the woman and they're hormones that are often commonly used during pregnancy anyhow for women to to fortify
1: is there a couple days between the two pills
2: a day or two. So usually. you've got a
1: day or two to a day change your two. mind.
2: So, so if the if the woman took the pill, and she's leaving the abortion facility, and we're talking to her on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. we can then get her to one of these doctors okay. that will do the Has abortion pill reversal. We've had, I think, we've had one in the okay. in the Twin Cities, but it's ha- happened hundreds of times around the United and, and States. And your
1: your prayers and your people that are handing out literature, you've stopped a number of people who've turned around and say, I don't want an abortion, haven't yes, you? Yes. You've done that through the years.
2: Yes, I, I think our numbers are, well, it's more than 3,500 over the Good.
1: years. I mean, Brian, yeah. when I drive by my abortion clinic now, I, again, it feels like having Auschwitz in my backyard. Yeah. Boy, do I pray for the people inside of that thing. I pray for the pro-lifers praying in front of the thing. Uh, But tell us now, now again, where- Well, that's your
2: webcam abortion facility.
1: Yeah, I know, So Okay,
2: so how this works. Okay. um, Pioneered in Iowa first and then in Minnesota second. And uh, being done around the country more and more, what happens is the abortionist, in our case, is in their central abortion facility in St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. And the woman, is at the satellite facility, like in Brooklyn Park, like in Brooklyn Park mm-hmm. or Uptown, or in Rochester, Minnesota. Okay. Um, and they have a webcam interface, like a Zoom conference call. The doctor talks to the, to the woman, the woman talks to the, the abortionist, back and forth, whatever they do. Somehow, examinations that are supposed to take place are being done over the internet. Okay. I'm not sure how they all happen that way. Okay. And then the, the doctor will then at some point either release pill to open up through a mechanical device or we'll have one of the staff at the location hand the pill to the woman the woman then takes it there and then, and then there takes, then takes the second pill at home takes the second pill and has uh, the abortion at home has uh, the baby uh, at home the dead uh, baby now that's where that second pill is so bad because sometimes even that first pill doesn't work at all okay even without the reversal thing i talked about uh-huh. and now we're stuck with if you take that second pill, it's designed to expel this child. We're talking early, you know, we're talking first trimester. The baby is too underdeveloped to survive the process. The baby will die in that process regardless.
1: Um, so this is, how, and so that's, this is how Planned Parenthood is, ex, is expanding abortion in, in Minnesota. Is it, this well, true, it's, is this it's, true it's, nationally or?
2: It's, it's happening around the country more and more. It certainly has happened in Minnesota. Mostly Planned well.
1: Parenthood or other groups?
2: Mostly Planned Parenthood, but okay. there are others. Now, some states, make it illegal to do these webcam abortions so South Dakota it's illegal to do these okay and I think maybe even North Dakota and uh, uh, Ohio right now is is has got a bill before to do the same thing make them illegal so so some state legislatures have said no we're not going to allow these to happen
1: are there any states that don't have an abortion clinic no Okay. Even even I thought no. South Dakota didn't have one. Well,
2: no. There is there is an abortion clinic. It's in Sioux Falls. Okay. Uh, it was not doing any abortions from about March until September of this okay. past year oh. because of the COVID-19 stuff. Well, and they, they did no abortions in
1: the state of tell South Dakota. Tell people about the federal judge now who used the covid crisis to get rid of an important law explain that Well,
2: please. the FDA has has a whole set of rules, their their rems as they're called with regard to the regulations on the use of the abortion pill. So and and these regulations are for the safety of the woman, not the baby because Okay. they're trying to kill the baby, okay. right? That's what it, it's an abortion. Mm-hmm. So the baby is going to be killed. That's so so but what they want to do is make sure the woman, because one of the things we learned during the RU46 trials is that the complications to this pill is greater for a woman than blind surgical abortions in the same gestational age. Oh my. Okay. So we've got, we've got some serious issues about the harm to the woman. So if a woman has an atopic pregnancy, the baby has not moved into her uterus in the proper position, Taking this pill could kill her. Okay. Okay. It has a so potential. So what did the judge do? So, so they got all these regulations. Yeah. Well, a group of abortion organizations went before a federal judge in Maryland, saying that COVID 19's interfering with us being able to do this, and therefore you need to release or these regulations under COVID nineteen are interfering with us being able to do this. So please take away the regulations,
1: and the federal judge complied. Who can overrule him?
2: Well, the U.S. Supreme Court can. Okay. And actually, what happened is the, the Trump administration took that right to the U.S. Supreme Court. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled that this is out of turn. It needs to go through the appellate oh, process before so it comes to them. So it has to go back through the appellate okay. process for the possibility of getting to the so we're waiting U.S. Right Supreme now. Court. And of course, the big problem is all of this timeline is now going to come under the Biden administration and they may not pursue it. Oh, my. So we might be stuck with this for well, a long time.
1: Well, uh, listen everybody, just pray for America. And you know, I want to say this too, if, if you're a woman who's had an abortion, there is forgiveness through Christ. The Bible says, the blood of Jesus washes us from all sin. So if you've had an abortion, Uh, I just encourage you, let God forgive your sins. Come to Christ, say, Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for what I did. Forgive me, I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead. And God indeed does forgive your sin. Um, If you're contemplating an abortion, I urge you, don't do it. It'll be something you regret the rest of your life. And, uh, you know, Brian, now and then somebody says, well, where in the Bible does it say Abortion is wrong. What would you say? Well, to that? I would
2: say there's a whole lot of places now. The word abortion is not even used in the Bible as a word. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, Thou shalt not kill is the very first place you Amen. come to, and Psalm 119, um, Psalm 1, well, Psalm 139, oh, that's what I mean. uh, also also uh, yeah. Luke, the Gospel of Luke, talking about the visitation. Yeah, you know, we we recognize the unborn child both baby as baby
1: John the Baptist inside the womb, leaping for joy right. when pregnant Mary walks in the house. Right yeah right so 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 you're right let's get back
2: let's get back to that post-abortion stuff and so forth because i there are organizations all over the united states that deal with post-abortion help for for men and women who have had been involved in abortions what are they so rachel's vineyard is the most well-known one it's a great one okay easy to find on the on the internet and so forth and they they do a great great work with this and helping it so yes you you do need to come to christ and confess your sins but you also need to have the help of others around right. you in dealing with this yes, and absolutely. unloading all this. And these are people who have experienced it themselves. So this is Rachel's so Vineyard? Ra-
1: in, any other names? Well, there's a lot of other ones okay. out there. But we'll you just can go to their website. In fact, let's put Find Brian's out. website up again, everybody. So,
2: and, and then on the front end, like you said, if you're thinking about having an abortion, I've got to tell you, there is so much help available mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, the pro-life movement is out here willing to offer all the help you need for whatever you need so that you can care for that child and 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 or, or even put the the baby up for adoption whatever you want to do but but the help is available and then the whole church is available as well so
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
2: the wealth of help that is available. right
1: there's a lot of pro uh, what do they call them crisis pregnancy centers that right. will help you uh, throughout the twin cities right. throughout the whole country so well Brian we got about Two minutes left, and just thank you again for all your work. Here is the phone number and the website for Pro-Life Action Ministries. You know, I don't think we'll ever get to the point of defunding Planned Parenthood now that we have a Democratic majority. Am I right?
2: Um, well, maybe not for two years <laughs> or four
1: years. <laughs> yeah, but, four years, yeah. I'm afraid. You
2: know, I, I think on that whole f- line, I, I, you know, the Senate being split, requiring a tiebreaker vote will slow it down some. Okay. Okay. It won't happen like lightning speed like it could. Wouldn't it be so nice if
1: we got five Democratic senators who are saying, I'm, I'm a Lutheran, I'm a Catholic, I'm a Christian. I know my party has a platform that's pro-choice. Not me, brother. Wouldn't only that be need nice? One. Only, need only one. Only one. That'd only be one nice. So pray one. for that, everybody. And uh, yeah, there you go. Thank you, Brian, so much for, for being with us today. We got two minutes left because I need to just talk to the audience okay. here. So, so everybody, I just want to thank you. We have been on the air for many, many years, but um, we are expanding our ministry, so now we're on all over the country. Whenever enough money comes in, we add another city. We just added Kansas City and Lincoln, Nebraska, and I just want to say a big thank you to you. Uh, COVID has been horrible for the country, but it's been good for this TV show. People are seeing the show that have never seen it before because they're not, they're not in church on Sunday morning because of the shutdown. So uh, I've heard three peop- uh, of three people recently that said, yeah, I used to go to the ELCA Lutheran Church, the liberal church, until I watched your show, Pastor Brock. So we're, we're hoping people will leave denomination. There are some denominations the ELCA Lutherans, PCUSA Presbyterians, United Church of Christ, the um, Episcopal Church, those denominations pay for abortions with offering dollars. I'm not making this up. Go to Facebook, type in Pastor Tom Brock, you'll see all the articles on this, but if you go to a church like that, find a better alternative. There's lots of good Bible preaching churches out there. There's the Missouri Synod Lutherans, there's the Free Lutherans, there's good options. You don't have to give your money to a denomination that pays for abortions with offering dollars. So I just wanna close, just say a big thank you. Our, our show now is getting uh, out further than it ever has. If God nudges you to to support us, you'll see our our website in a minute. And just thank you for all the people that are giving because we've never had this much support. And so now we'll able be able to get this show and others out. If you wanna watch this show again, Go to pastorstudy.org. All of our TV shows you can watch for free, pastorstudy.org. So everybody, pray for America. We're in trouble, but God is still on his throne. He's in control. He's going to have the say, last say on Judgment Day, but let's pray it happens before then. Take care. See you next week.
0: Thank you for watching The Pastor Study.